it's Scott Hamilton from Rockfile Radio, and I'm talking to 100,000. If you haven't checked them out yet, you're going to dig this band. So Greg and Alexander have joined us in the chat. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves and say what you do? I'm Greg. I play guitar and do background vocals. I help Rich out. Rich is the lead vocalist. Uh, and my name is Alex, and also play guitar uh, in 100,000 as well. So the band kind of came together from a from started as a one man project and became a five piece. And then how who had the epic idea to let's do a, an album based on the Zodiac? Because even Spinal Tap gave this idea up, you know. So uh, the, the uh, definitely the, the the idea of the Zodiac came from our drummer, Kurt, um, and we were. You know, we had we had just come off of releasing uh, our first album, Forms in Which They Appear, and we were starting the, the writing process, and we were in this amazing house overlooking this lake, um, and we were just, the vibes were unbelievable, and we were starting to write, and we had a couple things, like some, some ideas for Aries and some ideas for Cancer. They weren't called that uh, at that point, and... Uh, you know, we're, we're, we've always been a fan. We've, we're all into like space and universe and, and constellations and things like that. So Kurt just had this idea, you know, he's like, what, you know, I've always kind of thought about doing something Zodiac based. And we were looking at the riffs and songs we had already, and they kind of started fitting, you know, the riff for Aries. Hey. Yeah, it's good music, right? I, I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Live. So, <laughs> so the you know like the riff for Aries felt very much like something for Aries. So um, it all kind of started falling into place a little bit, and just kind of naturally, naturally, you know, started uh, started falling into place. And then we started writing a little more intentionally, like taking a look at what might Virgo sound like or what might Pisces be, um, and it kind of went from there. Wow. And then whose idea was it this did was it because of covid or was it just an idea to release a song a month that was original that was actually like our dream originally was like we would love to do this along the calendar and we went back and forth between doing that and maybe releasing like four eps that were based off the seasons or just releasing it all at once and uh you know, we were kind of dragging our feet on on the release and then we were we were sitting there and then covid happened and we were like, oh, no. Oh wait, actually, this might be perfect. And so, you know, we didn't know it was going to turn into a year plus of of lockdown, but it uh, was an eerie parallel to the release of the record. But yeah, we just started, you know, right off the bat with Aries and just kept kept that train moving. Now I read that some of the themes, and obviously the album was, you know, for the most part done before all of this happened. But the themes now kind of coincide with what we've been going through. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I think, um, you know, the, the, it heavily has themes of, of anger and fear and, uh, you know, loss and love. And, you know, even besides just the COVID, I think it kind of became like this life journey, uh, you know, in a way. I think one of the things I took away from it is, you know, it seems like there's a little bit of all of these signs in everybody. There's a little bit of all these traits in every one of us. Um, and, you know, all those emotions, whether, you know, whether it's something that's, you know, a little more... Um, you know, like cancer is super emotional, like a heavy loss, uh, you know, feeling with that or, or um, getting too much in your own head or overthinking things or right. having fears or paranoia or anger or and some some positive emotions on there. But mainly we kind of focused on the, the, the more negative uh, qualities when when writing this one. 
Is that where the edge comes from? I mean, there's, there's a, it's a very melodic, it's a great listen, but there is some edgy parts to it. Is that, you know, is that the anger? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. I mean, we, we, you know, our influences come from far and wide and I think, um, you know, we're not too much, like we love metal, but none of us are metal heads. None of, you know, we love pop, uh, but you know, none of us are, are so deep in that world, but, you know, trying to blend those, um, and again, it was like, it was not trying to do anything too specific. Again, we were trying to follow the signs, but I think one of our biggest things was not trying to overthink, not trying to write something that we thought the audience wanted to hear. If the song ended up being short and heavy, that's great. If it was Capricorn and ended up being 10 minutes where it went on this whole journey from different emotions, then that was the song. So I think our biggest thing was just keeping the spirit of the songs, um, intact and you know not trying to trifle with it too much well here we are in 2021 um it's kind of brave to do 10 minute songs and progressive rock metal isn't it (laughs) yeah yeah no it's uh it's you know i think you know we're big fans of dream theater and and tool and carnival and um you know i think especially seeing bands like that where you know, they could be really successful doing that and write some songs that are super memorable and become some of the biggest hits for their, from their fans. Um, you know, I think that was, I think we knew that what we were writing wasn't necessarily going to be accessible to the masses right off the bat. But I also think it's like kind of surprisingly accessible at the same time, if people like do dive in and listen to it, like for us, you know, when we play Capricorn, we always remark that it like it's over already, like that 10 minutes flies by. Um, it doesn't feel like a slog right. um, to us, you know, Taurus is straight through and just boom, 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 you know, heavy hitter, you know, right off the bat. So, um, you know, I think, you know, just trying to maintain the spirit of the songs and, you know, write what felt natural for each sign. Well, I'm a Gemini, but I didn't want to read too much into the, you know. <laughs> Me too. Me too, man. That was, that song uh, is, is uh, that was like you know Gemini, like feeling undone. Like that song, I was oh that was that song took me the longest to say like okay it's it's ready it's done like i always always like is this you know we're always tough committing and like saying that it's done that's my biggest problem as a gemini is like saying that something's finished we're finishing something and like that song kind of haunted me a little bit in that way (laughs) (laughs) well then yeah that 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 fits doesn't it greg what are you i'm a leo man yeah (laughs) and how do you feel about the song I think everyone had its own character and own own place in the spectrum of of rock and metal in its way, and um, I think I think that one in particular was very um, hit the nail on the head. You know, it ends in this almost heroic, egotistical type of way, and and um, kind of pays tribute to Aries with the with the lyrics of funny bones at the bottom at the end so there are different ways that we tie in the songs throughout the record so that was that was one of the little easter eggs i think i love it yeah leo's one that we wanted to be have this kind of uh like you know the lion you know thinking of like a like kind of like royal and and kind of kingly like a lion kind of strutting around you know that was kind of the thought process behind the riff a little bit it was a little pompous a little you know uh <laughs> But also kind of like a, maybe like an emperor's new clothes kind of thing where, you know, not as great as he thinks it is. 
So after a year of this, you finally get like vinyl out there. How did that feel to hold that puppy in your hands? Uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, this would be our first vinyl release and, and mm. my, my personal, own, uh, you know, first vinyl release, which is really exciting and, uh, having it be like a double vinyl thing is super cool. And, um, yeah, we're doing all sorts of, you know, neat stuff with the packaging on that. And, um, our, our buddy, Chris Flannery did a remarkable job with the photography and the, um, photos for each sign. We have a, you know, really cool artwork for every, every song on there. And he did a great job. So we're going to have like a really nice high gloss booklet in there that has, you know, the photos and the lyrics and stuff. So really would like that to be, you know, I remember sitting down with albums and having that lyric book in my hand and reading through and, and having that be an accompanying piece to the record. And, um, you know, I, I still want to have may maintain some sense of that, you know, as we, as we go through having something that's a companion piece. That's something them. the younger generation just doesn't get these days. I mean, we, we've had this vinyl resurgence, so it helps. But I mean, as a kid, I listened to albums, read every liner note and every lyric while I'm listening to the album. And that's how I kind of built up my rock knowledge, you know, without even knowing I was building up some kind of rock knowledge. But yeah, um, that that's an experience. It's the whole package of looking at the artwork and kind of digesting it while you're listening to it. And these days, with streaming uh you might get a little bit of artwork on your phone or computer you know? right yeah and it just the whole you know i i miss getting a cd or a, or a vinyl and and tearing the plastic off of it and smelling that smell like there's <laughs> there is a hundred percent a an experience that comes along with that and now i don't know that they're all that that experience is getting like monetized into youtube reaction videos right. or like asmr unboxing of things it's like you don't even have to experience it for yourself anymore but you know for the people that want that i hope that that kind i think it's you know like you said it's kind of made a resurgence a little bit and i think there is an appreciation i get especially more so i guess in, in our genre and in our you know field i think fans kind of appreciate that that extra you know little something well, and I think the genre lends itself to the album experience. I mean, I still, that's how I judge a band, even pop bands. I, you know, the label wants to send me a single. I'm like, send me the album. I want to, I want to judge the artist on their entire body of work. And with some artists these days, you know, well, we've got these three songs and the rest is kind of filler, you know, and I, I like that album experience. My favorite bands were Yes and Pink Floyd and Rush. And uh, you listen to the album from beginning to end. That's just how you did it. You know, you sat in the car until it was over kind of thing. Yeah, you know, and I was just even like listening to like Dark Side of the Moon, you know, or and or and some other Pink Floyd stuff. Just the other day, I'm doing some ensembles with some students, and you know, I was showing them Breathe, uh, and like that song's so weird because it's it's a song on its own, but it's such a bigger part of that record and how it like flows. So it's a little odd, like sitting outside of itself, and that's like, you know, not that we planned any singles or anything. We released everything one at a time, but. If we had to choose a single, I would have no idea where to even begin. I, I don't know what I would choose. And that's going to be difficult when it comes around time to tour, yes? <laughs> yeah, I think we, you know, we could definitely diversify our set depending on who, you know, what bands we were playing with, which would be cool. Um, you know, I think we have that ability that to really kind of craft a set that can be a little chameleon like and kind of fit in with a variety of bands. But I guess that's kind of always big, you know, as, as we, as we continue to grow and evolve, I think we're defining our sound more and more, but we, we come from so many different backgrounds and especially with, you know, what Greg brought into the band with this record and his vocal production and the wrinkles of his lead playing and stuff like that. 
added a whole new layer and wrinkle to what our sound was and now trying to figure out how to evolve that even more with uh, what we do next. It's going to be an exciting time when things start opening back up. I'm itchy for a new show. I'm, I'm used to going to shows at least once a month, if not much more often. And man, after a year, I'm really itchy. Oh, yeah. As as we are, too. I mean, we're dying, dying to play. We're going to be doing a um, a live uh, playthrough of, of the record top down um, in a few weeks, uh, which we're really looking forward to, which is going to be like our first time to showcase the record and you know in a live setting and what that should sound like but yeah we're it's um it's tough there's a couple of venues that are open around here that are you can play seated shows but like honestly I, like i i don't really want to play a show with this music to a seated crowd you know that's not right as much as i want to play that's not you know the the medium for that the I guess. vibe yeah <laughs> that you exactly. wanna... <laughs> yeah so you know do, doing the doing the live um you know the live playthrough and then yeah you know itching itching for that for that return so when does the vinyl drop um so we just uh greg help me out with that when when does that actually drop now so we're still in the pre-order phase and and that's going to um stop uh, this Wednesday. So in two days, we're 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 combining all the orders, and we're going to start shipping. the The vinyl's probably going to take a couple months, as every vinyl does. But so we're looking at late, probably any time between June and July for everybody to get it in their hands. But they can stream it right now. Damn yes. right they can. <laughs> yes, they can. Yeah, this. I mean, this whole record has a it. It's 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 heavy in, in in depth of of how it feels when you listen to it. So the, it's not like it's going to disappear in the next couple of months. I think people have a lot to unpack and digest for the next year, two years, and hopefully it stands the test of time. So I think they'll be itching for the vinyl by the time it gets to them, but they're not going to be craving it like, oh, I just want my vinyl already. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I agree. This is I. I that's why we're speaking today. I gave it a listen. I'm like, wow, this deserves a little bit of depth. Let's talk to these guys, see what's going on here. Nice. We appreciate that. <laughs> but it is a solid album. And I know what you guys are up against, man. I, I'm doing a progressive rock radio station on the internet and hoping people listen to it, you know, and uh, I'm thankful they are and thankful we've been here for nine years, but finding guys like you who are still keeping this kind of genre alive. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the music. Hey, thank you. Uh, same to you, man. To you, man. Oh. We need, you know, we need people that love it and, and listen to it. So, um, yeah, no, we, we, we appreciate that. We've been having a blast writing it and the reception, you know, over the last year has been awesome. Uh, it's been a great year. Uh, I mean, not overall, it's been a bad year, you know, with COVID, <laughs> but for, you know, it, it, it's, it's been great to get it out and the response, you know, from fans and stuff has been, you know, just, you know, it's been flooring, you know, in a way it's just awesome. Um, to see people that really love it and everyone, you know, again, I think like, again, there's not one particular song that seems to be the one that like everyone likes. I, I, everyone kind of is either gravitating towards their own sign or, um, you know, finding something to take away from it. And I think that's kind of what we wanted to do. We wanted to, you know, as as it, you know, I don't know if that was totally our intention in the very beginning, but as we, you know, as it became more real, you know, it started to feel, you know, like a life journey, like, you know, one of the, you know, realizing that I think there's a little bit of 
all of these signs and everybody that this whole record kind of is the ebbs and flows of life and there's bright moments and dark moments and fears and you know all, all these things it feels like you know uh, you know life you know in a way and i think that's um I can always hang hang my hat and you know i think we can always hang our hat that we, we we created something that we feel embodies the human experience and um you know tells a story it's a pretty epic uh project to tackle and you guys did it like you know band that's been around for 20 years so congratulations on the album it's amazing thank you thank, thank you, you. so for you guys um when covid you know kind of starts receding and we get back to normal what do you miss what do you want to go do personally Greg, you first. Well, I just want to travel more, man. You yeah, know, like yeah. we want to hit the road. We want to go. We don't want to go to Brazil. We have a. There seems to be so many damn people in Brazil that <laughs> that want to see this in Portugal and anywhere South America. We just want to hit everything and just do this for real on the road. Now that there's a real audience that that wants it, you know. So, like, so for me, it's that. I want to consume all the food everywhere. So. <laughs> That's and, one of the uh, best parts of traveling, right? Eating. Yes. Yeah, man. I'm a big foodie. So. Greg always finds the best spots, too. Greg is, <laughs> is the foodie man in the band. I mean, that guy, he's always finding the spots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it's just it's the touring immediately. That's that's about it. Yeah, playing shows. Uh, I mean, I, I'm itching to, to just play some of this stuff live. I, I um, And also, and, and going to see shows. I mean, I was... I had, I was so excited for uh, Deftones, Gojira, and Poppy, which was going to be an awesome tour last year. And I had my tickets ready to go and still have them sitting in my Ticketmaster account because I'm hoping it comes back. But it is back. Uh, it is. Wait, that it's happening? Yeah. It's so, I mean, as of now. Yeah, hey, I got to check. I, they didn't email me or anything. So, oh, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're still going. I'm going right, on your shoulders. We're I had great seats for Tool in Miami and I got refunded. Oh. Oh man, I, <laughs> and like all the people who had tickets to Rage and stuff, and I know I just so there were so many good shows getting ready. So like I can't wait to to get back and see some of that. Um, I still haven't been to a movie theater. I'm a huge Same. movie fan. I love going to the, you know going to see films and Eating popcorn been, when the lights go down. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's a bummer too. Like one of the best uh, independent like kind of movie theater companies, Alamo Draft House, which is really cool and does a lot of like horror and indie stuff and, and does it really really well they they you know went out of business um yeah. unfortunately so uh it's definitely it's definitely a bummer but uh yeah going to see films and uh traveling and uh playing you know just getting back to normal normal life. playing rock and roll yeah playing, playing a little metal rocking out you know i want to hear that feel the amp you know feel you know um feel the stage the vibrations brother exactly the lights go down and the dry the ice is out there and the hair <laughs> yeah in your arm go exactly off. Yeah. exactly <laughs> get that nervous i need to get that nervous butterflies in the stomach a little bit you know uh you know have that you know that sense of you know real you know human connection and uh you know playing something live you know that's and that's something we've been working really hard on uh, you know this record not only recording it was you know that when we recorded it we were like we're going to make every sound possible we're not going to worry about how we're going to execute this live we're going to <laughs> make this record and if this is the sound that's the sound and we'll worry about it later and Dude, that's the classic producer argument you want this album to sound amazing or you want to be able to produce it live because that yeah. that comes later and that's the hard part and that, yeah, and, uh, you know, Shane Stanton, who co-produced it with us and did mixing and engineering, like, he was a huge part in kind of shaping 
the sound of this record overall and making the transitions and and everything and uh, was a big big part of of really putting this whole package together and that's something that he always kind of stressed was was that you know it has to serve the record and the art you know first and worry about the live later and that's what we did and and actually you know really excitingly like we've done a really good job of I think implementing a lot of that we actually just did a really awesome play through the whole record yesterday right down uh right down over here and it was we were like getting you know hair on our arms you know standing up a little bit with just nice. how close it was sounding to the record so we were we're feeling really good about that so i think when we do our live um playthrough of this record and um which will be coming out which we'll be doing in may um you know i think i think people will get to see that and experience that a little bit hopefully all right left field question why is the band called One Hundred Thousand? so uh that actually we we when we first set out to create the name we didn't want a name that put us in any one particular genre like right off the bat um we also didn't want to like do like a verb the noun name or you know kind of like bloody follow. death yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 exactly you know kind of uh, locks you into like a one sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so you know we didn't we didn't our influencers were so wide and you know figuring out our sound we didn't want anything that that kind of tied us into one into one genre. So 100,000 was like a, you know, cool, like abstract measurement that was like used in a lot of old, like esoteric kind of, you know, measurements and things in the universe. And uh, it also had a cool sign, like the Roman numerals, like a C with a line over it. So we were, we were doing that oh, for a little okay. bit. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was, that was kind of the idea behind that. Just something like a little abstract that would make you say, what is this? What is this band? Um, and you know, hopefully, that, hopefully that's, you know, maybe I don't know. People are probably itself. like, "Who is this?" I don't know what this band is. One, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the music does the talking, and it, it talks very loudly. Oh, thanks, Scott. That's awesome. Well, guys, thanks for taking the time out today. Uh, we're spinning a couple of the songs now, so thanks for sending it over. And uh, well, let's talk again when things start getting normal and talk about the plans of what's next for uh, one hundred thousand. Yeah, so I will, I will, uh, I will say, uh, stay tuned. We are actually so in some, in some circles, there's cons there, there's the belief that there's a thirteenth sign uh, called a fucus, and so we actually have a new song that we're going to be going into the studio later this month, and we're going to be tracking that, and that's hopefully going to come out around probably almost around the time of the vinyl, June, July. Um, and that'll be a cool, like, kind of tie-in and segue, um, not officially part of the Zodiac record, but a cool segue into kind of what we're going to be going into next. And so, oh, um, yeah, so look, look forward to that. And, um, yeah, we're just, we're just, uh, as long as we can't play and be touring, we're going to try to be churning out tunes and, and trying to write. So that's, that's the next plan. We're, we're, we're happy with this record, but we're also hungry to create more stuff. Got to get that art out there. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, we wrote the record, you know, four years ago at this point. So, you know, given everything of last year, we have a lot to say. And, and I think we're, there's going to be a lot of new stuff that's going to be coming out. Greg, Alexander, great to talk to you today. A lot of fun. Let's do it again. Thank you Damn so much. Right, Scott. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Again. Appreciate Good it. Good luck with the album and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Yes, Take care. Have a great week. See ya.